we're back. We're out of week off with ratings. Uh, not ratings week. We're back. It's me, Lee Eustace, and once again in the sidecar, riding shotgun, leash and bets. Leash and how are you, mate? I'm not in a laughing fit, so I'm that's, actually quite good. That's a positive. Uh, we had the week off because of, as I said, non ratings last week, we're so we had a week off. We had a re- very relaxing. How did you spend the week off? Did you pick up the kids in the old Kingswood and just drive up to somewhere for a bit of a you know, you know, just, picture tent? No, I just sat at home and I thought, what am I going to do with that hockey league? Well, uh, hey, you just, say that. I didn't get my fix, Lee. You say that. Look, and, and lots of people, <laughs> I, got, I got lots of correspondence last week from people who were missing their Melbourne Ice podcast fix. That's <laughs> right. But we're back and we're going to have a great show and let's get straight into it. I think, you know, what's, what's the saying? Without further ado, yes, let's get straight into it. Kick us off with the game that we missed out on. We did. We, we, look, people missed out on the coverage of the big clash between the Ice and the Ice Dogs. Uh, we'll touch on, touch on it briefly. I've got, uh, it was a bad game. Uh, actually, in the end, uh, Jaffa said it was one of the worst games, and you'll hear, that, hear, hear it later on, but one of the worst games for the season. Uh, shocking start. Uh, well, the Ice Dogs got, what was it, four of the first five? Or was it three of the first four? Either way, bad start. Um, Jaffa was not too pleased, not too pleased. And, and of course, the scores were the ones playing at home. Basically, it was 4 4 at the end of regulation. The, uh, the ice came back big time in the third, thanks to Jamie Burke, but who got three points, uh, goal and two assists, but wasn't wasn't going to happen for them. It was 4 uh, 4. Lucky to get that close, really. Lucky to get into a shootout, but the dogs prevailed. Presumably so. I think the dogs are the better side, and I think if the ice were to win, um, and of course the game was played in Melbourne too. It was. They was playing the, uh, you know, the in, in the uh, in the in the barn, and that's why Jaffa was so upset because it was, you know, in our own barn, a team we should beat, and we gave a massive start to them. So it was a bad game. We'll forget about that. We move along. Even though actually, just before I go, big big kudos to Jamie Burke who was elevated to the first line. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, for the first mm. in the first line and sparked them into the comeback, which almost pinched the game. But that's that's last. That's Plus we're gonna go we'll just Great sound effect. <laughs> Get rid of that. Yep. Now you 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 Lisha, you got on board with the um, Melbourne Ice last weekend and got the uh, more current games. Of course. You were there. Uh, big win on the on the Saturday against the Knights. Well, we kicked off with a five two win in fact. Now we did this last time. We went to the Canberra Knights, uh, uh, the Boers road trip. With uh, concoctions of fireworks and other, so forth. other things, paraphernalia. <laughs> um, um, yes. And last time we went there, we had a big win on a Saturday. This time around, we did the same thing, but the big hooter, the, monkey the monkeys off the back. We actually beat the Bears in Penrith. That's the news. That's, that's, the, that's, news. The, that's the big news. That's the big news. If I can still live and pop together. That's the big news. When was the last time we beat the Bears, Lee? Oh, I think it was back... I know it was pre nam <laughs> It was pre nam That's um, pretty blind, Lee. Huh? Look, it was, <laughs> it was a while ago. Let's yeah. say that. I haven't been the Bears in Penrith for a while, and we've done it. We've done it. Uh, we had a great game. We got... The thing we wanted, we got the big line scoring, we got secondary offense from uh, some of the older older guys. I'll say older guys, Glenn May's not old. Um, yes. And sorry, I will point out that uh, the um, the line that played last week was um, broken up and they well, see, reunited the top line again. Well, actually, what happened was weird. 
Liam Webster on the, the previous weekend, we're going to be touch here, but Liam Webster, the previous weekend, just to spark the boys, went to the point, and Burton uh, came in the centre. So that's that's fine. That's fine. Of course. But, um, but you know, the, uh, the, the the boys got up 5-3 to three against the Bears on awesome. the on the Sunday. Uh, May got uh, three points. Uh, was it Alabaster? He got the, sorry. May got two. Alabaster two, and uh, Stoic got one. So the the um, some of the secondary guys got some scoring. So the monkey's at the back. The monkey is off the back. And we went up to a, a three 0 lead. Obviously, yes, great say. great start. The Bears had a bit of a go in the third, but it was it was all over. And yes, really good positive weekend. Six points from six. Good road trip. We've beaten the Knights before this season on the Saturday in Canberra, but the Penrith game the following day has been a problem. This time around, it wasn't. Big win. The and Ice have won two of two from two and that will make last weekend. Joffre a lot happier. Especially after the previous week with a shocking start in our own barn. The, the, this weekend, the boys knew how to lift, and they did. So, yeah, so just to, just to recap, Ice 5, Knights 2 on Saturday. Ice, bear, ice 5, Bears 3 on the Sunday. So, good weekend for the Bears. I think that's covered pretty well. It's a good sum-up. Yes. Great sum-up. I think it's a great Let's not sell ourselves short. That's a great sum-up. Um, I've got some news to cover before we move on to more exciting things. Um, let's touch on a couple of things here. The auction night. Let's just resell that. You know what? I've had a metal blank. When is that? That's coming up. It's coming up. Let's just do that. Yeah, now, Leeson's going to quickly look for it if you can find file. Oh, it's pad. It's pad. Uh, auction night. I believe there'll be an auction. Ooh. Oh, that is ridiculous. Hello. Oh. We are still going. We have lost power. <laughs> what an amazing show. We'll keep going here. Oh, oh. we came back on. Oh. We, have, we have lost power here at the bar. Damn, I'll turn it We've lost power here, but we're going to push on. Uh, I can't tell you when the uh, auction night is. Sorry, I can't even see you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you. great radio. That's cool. <laughs> I can't read my script. Yeah. <laughs> the auction night. That's coming up. Be... <laughs> Leeson's been. <laughs> we'll keep I'm going sorry. here. Yeah. Uh, the auction night coming up. Three dollars and ahead. Uh, that'll get you admission. I'm and... pretty sure that was June the 19th. I, I think, think it was around June. Yeah, it's June Friday night, 7.30, 20 bucks ahead. If um, auction night be a great night at the Elgin Inn Hotel. It is June nineteenth because Wednesday is the June seventeenth. That's when we're playing indoor soccer. So it the is. June, if we do the nineteenth, Friday night seven thirty. Get out, get there at seven. Why not? Get there at seven. It is a great event, and you can support. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this in the dark. I, know, anyway, I can't believe this. Um, uh, okay, anyway, we'll push on. Uh, I can't remember next thing. Yeah, can I have a torch? Look, we've just had some Thank backups. You. Here we go. We're under torchlight. Here we go. Uh, uh, oh my eyes! Anyway, um, auction night. We can see what we're doing here. Uh, okay, we're back uh, up and running, guys. Other, other news. My torch is fantastic. Uh, radio. Uh, other news. Steve McKenna, esteemed former. Is he still with the current guy? Of uh, the Australian coach. Yes, he, he will drop the puck this Sunday. So a bit of a. I'm going to. I'm going to call it an Australian at, hockey legend. At the Melbourne Ice versus the Bears. The Bears. Yes, well, there's the Knights first up. I'm actually being remiss there. I know we've got the Bears and the Knights the next two weeks on Sunday. Sunday's game. Sunday's, Sunday's game. We are in a massive disarray because we just... We're lost all power at the bar. Yes. Oakley, Oakley's off power, but we'll push on. Uh, so Steve McKenna, get down to see him drop the puck this Sunday. Uh, also, another bit of news. Um, Melbourne Ice, since we spoke last, the Melbourne Ice has organised a trip to go to WA later in August and to play a, is it a combined... 
Western Australian team. It will be, and I'm not. I'm not really entirely sure what they're going to field because I'm not sure what they're telling you over there. But they've got, got a league. I've got, so. they've got some leagues or yeah. a league and over there. Internal league. Nice rink over there. So well. that's let's get on board now. What uh, that's relevant to. I know a nice fan in a couple of ways. One way, one uh, being that it's um, it's worth knowing about and getting on board with. But uh, secondly, there is opportunities for Melbourne supporters, Melbourne Ice supporters, to jump on the the, uh, the Silver Bird of Freedom and join them uh, across Melbourne in Perth. So, inquire at the MelbourneIce.com website uh, because there are opportunities for Melbourne Ice fans to have a really good August holiday and go with the boys to Perth. So, and also to unearth some of that talent then in WA. Look, exactly, we could. So get on board the Labyrinth, MelbourneIce.com, and uh, check out, uh, get it, see if you're interested in getting on board with the ice in terms of going with the team to Perth. Just one other bit of news. Um, is it, so coming up, there will be a Skate with the Ice session. Yes, uh, uh, found be, out and been informed of. Yes, which we would love to tell you more about because it's fresh on our screen. It's fresh off... The, uh, off the wire, but of the wire has gone black because uh, we have got no power except for one well, watch. I assume the information will be on our MelbourneIce.com website, exactly. which, which is the fallback foolproof uh, plan. <laughs> it is, but um, any, we will Any important. inquiries, go to the MelbourneIce.com website. It's a labyrinth. All your answers are there. Right. But that does entail of before the MelbourneIce suit up to play uh, their game on Sunday, is it, Lee? You know what? You know what? I couldn't tell you because it's the, the news is that fresh. I haven't got it sunk in yet. But be aware that there's a skate with the Melbourne Ice session coming up. So check out the website for more details on that. It could be very exciting. You know, to skate with your with your, with your heroes. I mean, yeah. to some people, these guys are heroes. You know, some people, you know, really live by the the, the actions of Andrew Taylor. Yeah. Some people really, you know, you know, live their lives for Mitch Jones. It's quite, you know, quite um, it's quite fantastic. All those candles around here, love having us at the rink now. It's a little bit eerie. Mm-hmm. Now uh, that's all the news. Now, Leash. Yes. Uh, I've got you in the rundown. Leash's secret segment. Apparently, you've got you've got something for us. Now, what I've got for you is um. You ever tried to do a podcast in the dark? It's, uh, look, look. it's got a pain in the ass. Oh, sorry, I just swore. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, it's uh, actually a donkey. If Tracy Grimshaw Grim- Grim- can talk about it, that's fine. Um, look, uh, you, you, you've, got, you've got something for us, or do I have to cut this bit out? He's got nothing nothing for us. This source has been put in the the rundown as a mistake, so we'll cross that out, or maybe for next week. Hey, you know, we'll see for next week. Next week, Leishan's going to have a group. Maybe I'll bring a recipe for a cracking apple pie, or... Look, that's... That'd be enticing. So, we'll just put a little note here next week. You know? Uh, oh, this, this phone's going off. It's just a, it's just a bit mayhem at Oakley, but we'll push on. So, yeah, next week, be in store. Sizzle for next week. Leeson's secret segment coming up next week. It's going to be a ball terror. Look, a little bit yeah. often used on radio, but it's going to be fantastic. So, check out that. Now, once again, we must say that we are here today, despite, you know, with our power, for Minifer Network Solutions. Yes. Uh, they're great, as always. So, thanks to Minifer for providing us with... Great support for this program, so that's thanks to Metaphor, and we'll come back after this break, hopefully with some power, so we can see what we're doing, mm. and we'll uh, play for you Coaches Corner this week's edition, long-awaited edition of Coaches Corner. Back in a moment.
we're back in candlelight. Candlelight. It's uh, no power at Oakley. Back to the dark ages. We're exactly. uh, I'm just going to go churn some butter. That's it. Um, that's it. Go milk the cows later. That's it. Yep. Um, <laughs> Got to go down the road later on to uh, witness my fifteen-year-old uh, cousin's wedding. Just to get married these days. Back in the old days. Um, yeah. So anyway, up to more pressing issues. Thanks to a crew. Wonderful friends at a crew. Coach's Corner is back this week. It's, uh, everyone missed it last week, but it's back this week. And Daffa was on fire. And that's about further ado. Here's Daffa. Okay, nice to speak to you once again. It's been a while since we chatted. I missed out last week. That's uh, that's unfortunate. Um, so we'll go back to this very quickly on the uh, Ice Dogs game uh, two weekends ago. Uh, three, three points in that game. It was an interesting game um, in the end. Uh, first of all, uh, you would take great pride in having a good start in our own rink. Uh, and to love, I think it was the first three, I think. No, it was three of the first four. Uh, or for the for the first five, actually, uh, you would have been not too pleased with the poor start, I wouldn't imagine. No, not not pleased at all, actually, because uh, we targeted the Ice Dogs as a team that uh, we could beat. Oh, okay, we hadn't seen them, but we uh, we just thought our preparation was right, and where they were in the ladder and some of the game reports I'd read, I thought, yep, no, we can match these boys. And um, what happened is the boys came out flat, and uh, it was a real concern as to why this was starting to happen. A pattern was emerging where we just were not putting in in the first, uh, certainly in the first period for the previous three games as well and um, and it was, a, it was an extreme, extremely um, alarming concern and, and we just needed to fire on all fours at the beginning of the game so yes it was, it was a grave concern and, um, and then seeing a few of the boys in that penalty box there it uh, didn't do me any favours whatsoever No, and, and, and I think you're right, I think it's kind of a bit of a trend which is a bit concerning but the interesting thing then was the comeback uh, in particularly the last period and on that that's how do you balance the positive that is that comeback against the negative that is the poor start yes well that's right there was a small positive and that is we did come back however it was not good enough okay uh, it wasn't and they were told in no uncertain terms and they were left uh, but to their credit they were also very much aware of it as well they took nothing out of that uh, they were not happy with their performance they knew um, to a man they knew and um, it was you could have heard a pin drop uh, and I'm talking probably 20 minutes after the game there was still silence in the rooms and people were just going about their business and showering and whatever but no there was no general banter um, so they were, they were hurt by it they let themselves down they let their, their supporters down they let the sponsors down they let the management down and most importantly they let themselves down and they were well aware of it so um, yeah there was some soul searching to be done between uh, that that Saturday or that Sunday to the uh, the following Wednesday, I can assure you. So, that, so in, in in that regard, that even though they came back and almost pinched, that the damage had been done in that first period. That's the overriding thing you get from that game. Oh, absolutely. Okay, no, yeah. About that, and um, I was angry, and they were they were angry at themselves because they let themselves down. Yeah, no, took no solace out of the comeback. Oh, okay. Uh, the only thing I, I will uh, touch on before we get on to uh, the, the most uh, immediate weekend was the interesting decision you made, and I thought of it. Uh, well, almost proved a master stroke in the end was to, uh, on your top line, uh, move your captain to the point and elevate Jamie Burke to that position. Yes. Um, very interesting decision. Can you talk me through the, the, the process to make that decision? Um, and then, and just, uh, I, I spoke to you, before, to, to you before many times about Jamie. Are you constantly reassessing? 
reassessing and re, uh, re-judging him on his performances? He seems to grow it with every week. Well, what he, what he delivers, and I think you've mentioned in the past too, he, there's an X factor, there's an unknown, and he could um, he can turn it on, he can do something magical, or something in the opposite may happen as well, because he's young and still learning. It's raw. But what, yeah, but, and what he does is he goes in as a free spirit. So I thought, well, what have we got to lose here? Putting Liam back on the point, Liam is an accomplishment, accomplished player, he reads the game very well, and he anticipates very well. So having him on the point, as an offensive defenceman was an option and a gamble willing to take. And with Jamie um, up forward, it just provided another X factor for the opposition to look at because if Jamie does nothing else, he gets under his skin. Yep. And, and to that end, <laughs> boy, or a man of his age, I should say, and uh, his size, he's a, he's a pocket rocket. And um, he, he doesn't, it doesn't matter whether he's six foot four or, or five foot eight, he's going to give it to you. And, uh, and to that end, I thought, what have we got to lose here? And he can bring some magic. And and uh, yes, that face-off, it was a good draw, and uh, we got it across, and uh, in she went. And uh, to that, to that, yeah, the credit goes to yes, uh, pulling the goalie and making that happen. But um, it's something we've thought about. We've actually put it in place in practice of bringing Jamie up and just seeing where that takes us on, on odd power plays just to see. So it was worth the risk. Just before we get off on that, uh, I just want to say, I would imagine you find Jamie uh, very coachable then, because I believe he's the kind of guy that you can throw into any role, any, any, any flourishes almost any role you give him. Well, what it is, is for all of us in life, if, you, if you're confident because things are going well in what you're doing, then you're willing to, to try anything. So if you believe in yourself, the power of the mind is a very powerful tool. And if you, if you believe in what you're doing, uh, then you're going to deliver. And if, uh, and if people are showing faith in you and confidence in you and throwing you in the, uh, in the unknown with, with the, the message being, just go with your feeling then there's nothing to lose and everything to gain. And that's exactly what we, with the situation that was there, we had absolutely nothing to lose. We yeah. were already lost. So it was only everything to gain. So and, you almost, and you almost pinched it. Yep. Um, so oh, we, we'll, we'll leave that aside, going to the most immediate weekend, the, the interesting road trip. Uh, the Canberra Knights game. Um, can you, is it too, simple, too uh, simple to suggest that Matt Watkins was the difference? <laughs> denying that it was a team effort but Matt seems to love this rink he turned it on and uh, and uh, he, he played very well both teams came out flat I must admit that the, the first period was slow shouldn't say flat slow yep um, and methodical. It was a bit like uh, two boxers just feeling their way in the early rounds of a fight. They were just, just sort of getting to, getting to see which way we were going. But I could see that we were emerging on top, and uh, and Matt just decided to take the game on. And, and to his credit, he did. He, um, yes, he did play well. I think he got, uh, yeah, was, got a hat trick. Yeah, and a natural as well, three in a row. Um, yeah. Very solid performance by the boys. Uh, you know, scoring the first five goals is always fantastic. But uh, just to notice, I, I saw. Or particularly in the way the goals came for for your boys, you, you said how about the previous week you had a bad start, and that was almost a bit of a trend. The previous weeks, how you were a bit sluggish in the first period, was the emphasis so much on getting a good start and playing it well early that naturally, as a byproduct, the boys tried off uh, in the third period as as they end up doing. Yes, yes, as a simple answer is yes to that. They were they knew 
Uh, they knew exactly what they had to deliver, and um, I didn't have to say, I hardly said anything actually. The, uh, the captain, the leadership group, uh, they took hold of what was required, and every, every player knew their role, and they bought into the team plan, the game plan I should say, and, and they delivered as one. But I do know that subconsciously and consciously, they wanted to get on the board early and dominate from the start. And albeit the Canberra slowed us down, uh, we were, but by the second period, there was no stopping us. It was, that was how it was going to be. And, um, and to that end, I was proud of the boys because it's, um, it's a great thing. You, when everything's going well, you never know how your fellow teammates are. It's only when things go awry or a little bit sour and you have to call on some inner strength that you find out the depth of your teammates and what they can do for each other. Yeah. And that's what, uh, the, in the end, that's what that weekend produced. But certainly in that game, the boys brought it and uh, it was a good thing. Uh, uh, with, with, with bringing it, the previous weekend where this, the same road trip was been was organised, I think it was a couple weeks ago, we had the same, you know, Knights, um, uh, Knights Bears backing up on a road trip. Now, the same, last the last road trip, it was a similar performance on the Saturday where you had a comfortable win, but then failed to get the uh, get the chocolates the next day. So, real, did you realise that there was a bit of symmetry going from the Saturday as opposed to the previous time? And if so, what did you do differently to get a better result this time round? Well, it was, uh, it was Glenn Mayer, our assistant captain, that uh, brought it to the team's attention uh, at the previous practice uh, on the Wednesday prior to that weekend. And that was, he said, boys, we've got to win six periods of hockey this weekend, not three. We've got to win six. And, and it was paramount that we wanted to get the monkey off our back, especially the older players and, and the management, if you like, and certainly myself. I haven't had success at Penrith playing the Bears um, and either had... Uh, either had Stu, I mean, we've beaten the Bears before, but not at that rink. Um, and it was, uh, we just wanted to get that monkey off our back, and we were determined to do so because we felt that the previous uh, time we played them at that rink, they were very beatable, and we should have. It was, uh, we beat ourselves that time, and, um, you know, I'll pay respect to good opposition when we play it. But when I know that we're capable of beating another team and we let ourselves down, that's when it's hard to swallow. And with the Bears, um, the previous time, we felt that we could have, and we let ourselves down. And this time, the boys were determined. Uh, not to let that happen and, uh, and it was a game and a half it really was it, uh, you could see the momentum building in that game and you could see that our strength and speed were starting to take the four and uh, we were a couple of metres ahead of them in, in skating and it was very good to see uh, and, and, and with that uh, two points to both Maya and Alabaster uh, that would be just what the coach ordered in terms of getting some secondary scoring in a very important game trying to hit the monkey off the bat yeah exactly and one to Zurich as well. And, uh, it was yep. fantastic, and, and Travis deserves the accolades. Um, what, what he does, he's got polish, he's got finesse, um, and that's what he brings to his game. And the larger ice surface gives him more time, and with that time, he, he uses the space and the time well, and he's got a very, very good shot. And to that end, he picked his spot and a couple of saucer, nice saucer pass as well. He read the play. And uh, yes, he, having the space and the time on a bigger rink uh, starts to see some of his skills come to the fore. And, uh, and, it's, and I'm pleased for him because he's a confidence player and, and the confidence is building and it can only get better. And um, I, I was very, very happy for him. And to see a couple of the, uh, the old stormtroopers uh, that have uh, been the backbone of the club for a few years with uh, Sturrock and uh, Mayer, that was yep. fantastic to, to see them combine as well and um, get, 
points on the board, and they deserved it because they took it to them. Um, that line was a very strong line with Alabaster, Sturry and Mayer, and it was great to see it happen. And and and, and on that, uh, a two-part question. Uh, you talk about the confidence and how the you know there was confidence from all kind. You know the top line. Uh, you got the secondary guys there doing great stuff. Even Sturry's been uh, pretty decent the last few the last few weeks. Uh, the road trip must give you great confidence, especially given the the, the this weekend and the weekend after. You got the return matchups off this previous weekend just gone, and considering that there's a log jam in the standings right now. I'm going in front of me, but I know the middle section is very very cramped. So the next few weeks are crucial uh, in terms of trying to get you know get some sort of uh, stability and get some sort of position in in the standings. So. Basically, the the confidence from the last weekend should go into the next two, few weeks, which we will find crucial going forward. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, it was important for us to get the points this weekend. Um, I didn't want to make it uh, the total focus. In other words, you know, to put too much pressure on them. But of course, they 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 brought it themselves, knowing that they wanted to achieve that, and they were extremely pleased. And from a coaching point of view, I couldn't be happier because you're right. Um, confidence builds; it's infectious. And um, and again, coming back to the most powerful tool you have is the power of the mind. And if you're confident and you believe in what you're doing and you believe and buy into the team game plan and you believe in your teammates supporting each other and, it, and you see it succeed, um, it just brings more confidence and, and better play. And to that end, I can tell you, at the end of the second period against the Bears, um, boys were just eating some fruit. Yep. And Liam, the captain, just said, can you feel it, boys? Can you feel it? And you know, it was it was just, it was just it was magic to be there. It was a feeling in itself, and it was an experience in itself, I should say. And the players were going, yeah, yes, yes, I can. And the intangible was becoming tangible. And I thought, no one's going to beat this team in the third period. No one. And no matter what penalties, whatever, whatever we can't control, maybe thrown at us, we will win this game. And, and to their credit, yeah, no, no one was going to get near them in that third period, even though there was a slight comeback and there were penalties, etc., etc. I knew we were going to come home with the biscuits. Yeah, tiny, very small minor comeback, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, just lastly, I thank you once again for your, for your time. I'll catch up with you after missed that last week. Uh, Watkins and LaCase, interesting how these these guys really seem to be one of the, the great sort of little duos this, this season. They seem to follow each other all, all, all around, the, around the ice, and it's no fluke that they're both on the same amount of points. That, that, can you just give me your thoughts on that, those two in a duo particularly? Yes, they, they bring two different, well, similar but different types of game. Uh, Nathan will chase, he will, he will forecheck and backcheck and finish his checks 100%, 100% of the time. And to that end, he creates his own space by by, by paving the way. Where with um, Matt, Matt Watkins, he will look to Deke and find space and he's a great give-and-go player. But what I really want Matt to do, and this is what he did this weekend, is he has a wicked shot and we're not seeing enough of it. Mm. Um, and he's letting that shot go uh, on the weekend. Just, and just a gentle reminder to him that, uh, Matt, good things happen when you shoot, buddy. And he, you know, he's well aware, but um, you know, a lot of, and it's not been to our detriment, but um, a lot of our players, and a little bit that's frustrated me, is that we, we try to, to dangle it out there just a bit too much. And what we're trying to get into the players' heads is that we want the shot, and 
and we want the shot because we've got another player coming in for the rebound and we've got the trailer bearing down. Um, you know, okay, occasionally everyone likes to dangle and, and, and take the goalie, but sometimes a good shot is a much better option and that's what we'll be trying to get into their heads because they both have great shots and, and it came to the fore this weekend, so we hope that continues. We, yeah, we do. I mean, uh, I think it's all starting to come together. The confidence of the team seems to be at a, at a peak for this season, so we look forward to the coming weeks, especially this next two weeks where they can really consolidate the uh, position in the standings. Well, yes, because there's that other adage too, and it's true with us. Is the harder you work, the luckier you get. And the, the way the boys worked on the weekend, because they were tired on the Sunday, I can tell you, they were very tired. It's a long road trip, as you said. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, and the bus can be a little cramped. And, and the boys worked very hard for their points on the weekend, and they deserve the accolades. And that's right, let's just hope it, uh, it takes us forward into this weekend. And we're looking forward to... Um, Stamping our mark on the on the ladder over the next few weeks. Fortune favours the brave coach. Mm, thank you. Exactly. Well, it's been good to c catch up with you after uh, missing out uh, next uh, last week. So all the best for this week and uh, have a lovely week. Lee, thank you very much for your time and I appreciate it. See ya. Uh, that was Jaffa. Uh, fantastic as always. Um, and in great spirits after that nice little road trip. Cam. Really proud of that road trip. He, he, as you could hear in there, he was very uh, not happy with the previous weekend's effort. He must have gone through the players, I reckon. <laughs> they knew, as you said, they knew. But uh, he was really proud of the boys' uh, response on the previous weekend. So that was fantastic. And that was, again, for a crew. My wonderful friends at a crew. Um, Started accountants. That's it. That's it. So uh, that was uh, thanks for crew. Yep, that was Curtis Corner for this week. Uh, good to have it back. Good to have it back. So all we do now is take another break and come back with the world famous, the the much idolised and much sought after, notorious now, uh, segment three. <laughs> Interesting addition this week of segment three, brought to you by the Glen Waverley branch of Bank of Queensland this week. So thank you to those great folk at the Bank of Queensland, Glen Waverley. Um, so I'm not sure they've been invented yet, Lee, because I think we're yes, in the dark ages, aren't we? Well, that's, 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 no, they're, they're still the Bank of Queensland, but they're dealing in uh, pounds and shillings. Yeah, of course. So, um, this is ridiculous. So have you ever got a spare hippets? If we haven't told you before, the power's been out for, I can, what, at least 15, 20 minutes now. All of my life. And it's killing me. <laughs> it's it's getting a bit boring now. Like, okay, yes, we get it. We take things for granted. Power back on, please. But no, it's off. So, yeah. you know, no, so after our last show where we had Detroit score a goal in segment three, who knows? We're going to have the, the stuff come back on this segment. There's all of a sudden, bang, light back, the light back on. So, look, we're here by candlelight and torchlight in uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful marriage. Segment three. Um, look, listeners. Um, we usually, have some AIHL results, well, well, we do. We just can't see them because uh, the computer in front of us isn't really on. Oh, well, we could. So I, I, I think, look, we look, we love the, A, uh, the AIHL. We, we're big fans. Leeching gets every game. But we just, we love it a lot, but we just don't, we don't put the scores to memory. You know, instead of making up scores for you. No, we, look, look, we can do that. I'm sure we could make up the Blue Tongue 6 Griddle and Fortland, which they play. I can write that up, but um, 
uh, usually this time of the week we talk about the league results, and this week we can't. And we have time restrictions, don't we? We do. We do. We're going to go to the barn, uh, the barn soon before Derek finds us. Because <laughs> uh, the, the light comes back on, he'll definitely see us. So, um, what we'll do is we'll put it to one side, we'll skip to the other part of segment three, and, and I might come back to it. If not, we'll sort of figure something else out. Anyway, um, what I can talk about, uh, before the power went out, I interviewed uh, the great uh, speedy little winger for Melbourne Ice, uh, Nathan McCates. So there's an interview this week in this week's game book with Nathan, uh, fantastic guy. And uh, what we'll do now is we'll go to some audio of that conversation now. Is, is Australia was coming here your first kind of have a go at you know this whole travel hockey thing? Yeah, yeah, so, it's been really fun. Why, why here? Uh, well, I had a couple friends come down and play in this league, and they told me it was just so much fun to travel Australia, and I've always been curious uh, about Australia, and I really wanted to come here, and what better way than to play hockey and uh, sort of traveling with the team, because we get traveling expenses for and everything, so... Yep. I mean, it's, pretty, it's, it's, pretty, it's, a, it's a pretty good combination to sort of travel to a country that fascinates a lot of people from North America as well as play hockey, which you love. So it's a pretty good combination, yeah? Yeah, it's just, it's been so much fun too. Yeah, well, I would hope, I would, I would hope so. Um, and then, so when you, so you, did you come, did you come here um, to to Melbourne to, for the Melbourne Ice, or did you come to Australia and thought, okay, I'll just play with whoever can give me a gig? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I contacted a bunch of teams, and Melbourne seemed the most interested, so I came here. Okay, that's just that simple, is it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no worries. Well, yeah, it's it's nice to have you here, by the way. Um, what what? <laughs> no, no, no worries, mate. Uh, so, what are you what are you doing to keep yourself busy when you're not training or, or playing for the IC? Does you know you got something to do with your, with yourself during the week? Yeah, uh, my girlfriend moved down here. Uh, on our our spare time, we we like to uh, travel. Like going up to Byron Bay last weekend. Nice one. From back home, and we just got back from Sydney today, actually. Just on that, I wasn't going to ask this, but a couple of, oh, so this week on the weekend before where, because um, the line's been you, Liam and, and Matt, and then uh, Jaffa decided to get things, it might have been a couple against the Bears where he put Liam on the point and then promoted Jamie Burke to your line. Remember that? How did you find Jamie fitting in with you two guys? Because, I mean, that probably guys up too much. He's used to one of the two of the more skilled guys on the team, and Liam's one of Australia's best players. How did you find Jamie fitting in with, with, with your guys and your skill? I thought he was really good. He's really young. but He's bloody young. He's only just 18. Unbelievable. He's got awesome skill. And uh, I, th- I liked it. I liked it when he was on our line quite a bit. It was awesome, especially with him on the point because he's got such a nice shot from exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, just what do you think Jamie can go? I mean, you, you've sort of seen him firsthand. You've played with him now. He's only just turned 18. Where do you think he can go with his hockey? Uh, I think he's got a lot of potential to uh, take it. Like he's going to be a definite uh, asset to Melbourne Ice for a long time if he sticks around. I think he could. Like, potentially even, uh, like, if you wanted to, you could probably play junior over in Canada. The Melbourne Ice uh, is probably the best organization I've ever been a part of. Really? It's, like, unbelievable. so professional. 
like on road trips, it's like unbelievable how well everything is organized. Yeah, I noticed that. I mean, it was your first road trip. You played in Canberra and then you went to Sydney. And to make sure you guys wouldn't be on the bus for too long, they chose Goulburn to stay because it meant the bus trips would be smaller. Oh, it's so, like, you wouldn't believe how organized it actually is. It's just like unbelievable. You, you, we, get off, we go over the plane, we're on the plane, we get off, there's a waiting forest right there. Uh, from the bus, we go grab a bite to eat that's already prepared for us in a park in Canberra. From there we go, we play, and then we go uh, get ready for a game. Right after the game, we go to a restaurant. The meal's already ready for us at the restaurant. Say. And right after, like it's just, it goes so smoothly, it's perfect, you know? The players are never waiting around for anything. It's ran really well, really, really well organized. So that was Nathan and uh, my and, and I. Uh, what's 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 the correct way to say that? Nathan and my chat. Nathan and that was our chat. That was our chat. That was Nathan and me just having a bit of a bit of a bit of a goss. Um, smooth journalism. Oh, smooth. Mm. Just like you know, Bundy Rump. Um, Mm. <laughs> That's a it sounds like we've been drinking money from for this, uh, Shameless for this podcast. Anyway. Um, so that was Nathan. And you should check out the full article in this week's game book. And then uh, after that, it'll be up on the labyrinthmelbourneice.com. Of course. Now, in, of course, this is still 7-3, isn't it? It's still 7-3, yes. We will push in. on to some NHL highlights. Now, I, I've been I've been busy this week uh, doing all kinds of things. Uh, you know, selling fridges and insurance and laying carpet and all that sort of important cars. You've been, you've been full-time playoffs viewer. You've been getting paid to watch the playoffs. You've been See, getting I'm, paid to watch the final. I'm blessed with your blessed. Uh, with your job experience at the moment. With your uh, with your um, sales, marketing, promotions, selling, promotions, all that. Person, dude, all that. So, um, so I've been sitting at home and watching the playoffs. So, look, look, so look, look, <laughs> let's pretend that you are talking to me and the listeners together. Talk me through the Stanley Cup final right through. What, what, what's what happening? Because I think last time we spoke, we were yet to actually kick off the Stanley Cup final. So we're going to talk about all of it in the hope that we, by the time we finish, talking about this, the power's back on. So, well, of course. to me and the listeners together here. Stanley Cup finals, discuss. We have a rematch again yes. from last year's uh, matchup of Stanley Cup finals. Boring? Pittsburgh. Boring? Send again? Oh. Send again or not? To be honest, I reckon it'll be quite interesting because I want to see Hossa lose both cups. Okay. I want Very to see a big hoodoo because, of course, Hossa used to play for Detroit, now plays for, sorry, used to play for Pittsburgh, now plays for Detroit. Correct. So I want to see Pittsburgh get up in this series, but that's just my opinion. Yep. What happened, right, was game one happened, Detroit came out, pretty much smashed them. Did Pittsburgh come out as well, or was it just Detroit on the ice? It was just Detroit for the first couple of games, and I thought the series was over, let's be honest. Uh, so what, 2-0 Detroit? Yeah. two games? Then, of course, Just Pittsburgh got their home games and brought it straight right back. And uh, a lot of their younger... after four? Of course. Yep. And a lot of the uh, younger talent, of course, Malkin and uh, Crosby are the story That's of the playoffs, a, but... A, a, a career, I'll kick out, I'll get on a consummate... Favourites later on. Oh, we'll come on that. Uh, Tyler Kennedy has been on fire. Oh. Fedotenko seems to find his feet and his scoring is touch. He, is he is he playing? Yeah, yeah. Fedotenko has is, been on fire. Is Sakura playing? Uh, he played his first game, which of course is game six in average respect. Uh, today. And, so, and so going into today's game, was it three two Detroit? Was it? 
yes, so they so ended up in Game 6. Oh, so, oh, so we've got a Game 7. We do have a Game 7. Fantastic. Mate. I might have watched that. So, I'm actually been quite impressed with Fleury as well. He's been coming up very big with one of the, I think, Game 4. He made 37 saves out of 39, which is ridiculous. That's not bad. Um, How's uh, Aussie been going? Been good? He actually has been very good. But, really? of course, uh, I will um, be the devil's, is the devil's advocate. Devil's advocate, yes. Of course, of, um, of saying that he has been a little shaky with his rebound control, but... Detroit's defence is so good. It doesn't matter. To give them credit, they have been great this series, obviously. So, can I just just check that every home, every game so far, the home team's won? Yes, which is... So, you basically, it's a big task for Pittsburgh if it's Game 7 Detroit. I'd be putting all my money on Detroit. Okay, okay. Especially, of course, if anyone is not aware, Game 5 in Detroit was a 5-0 win to Detroit at home, of course. So, that, that really did say how much Detroit do dominate in their home ice. Really? Fantastic. All right. Um, okay, so we've got a three-all going to Game 7, Detroit. Which this is Saturday, Saturday morning. Saturday, what, about 9, 10 o'clock? That's 10, I think. Start at 10. Well, I start, start talking. Now, you've, you've watched all the games. Who's leading the Con Smythe at this stage? And if it's the entire playoffs as well, so... I reckon it's a pretty big Pittsburgh race considering Datsuk has not played half this series because of injury. I don't think ZDB's been good enough, but he has been great. So, uh, so I'd say... Malkin, Crosby, which one of those two? of Malkin, Crosby, and probably Fleury. So, who are you going with? Malkin? I think Malkin's leading the points, isn't he? Isn't, I, he, isn't he by far the highest points score in the playoffs? I'd probably say that, yeah. I'd probably say so, that um, so that Malkin think, deserves I, I, it. I think we can say at this point. stage, Malkin, the Consmyth favourite, even in, even if Detroit win on the weekend. So that's the interesting part. Who is, who, is there any Detroit player that could pinch it? Osgood? Oh, he's been okay. Zetterberg? Uh, um, we don't have a computer in front of us, so I'm trying to remember. Um, <laughs> I, I think at this stage, it's Mulkins to lose, but if, if Osgood has a good game on the weekend, you might give it to him. And Detroit have, have exceptional depth, so not a lot of people stand actually out. stand out. Whereas Mulkins, Mulkins and Cosby are carrying the team. Well, a bit of flurry. To some extent, they, they do have a lot of ice time, but... Yes. Okay, so who's who's winning Game Seven, Detroit? Because it's in Detroit. I believe Detroit will win hands p- down. Well, I, I I reckon I haven't watched a game of this series, but I think it's just Game Seven surprise. Lots of weird things happen in Game Seven. Every game so far this series, this series has gone to the home team, but just for no reason. <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to buck the trend. Well, completely irrelevant, actually. I. Um, have a mate that follows Pittsburgh and I've been going to his house to watch the games and oh, okay. every game that is, I've is, is this a female friend or a male friend? It's a male friend. <laughs> okay. It's unfortunate. Eh? Um, oh. Anyway, but um, I'll push on with every time I've gone to go see the game it's been Pittsburgh winning and of course I'm going to go to their home games because that's the only reason I thought, think they'll win but if I go to this game 7 so to you, his house so so you're saying if, you go to, if you go to his house that's going to be a good luck charm yep. because you've seen their wins at his house but when you've watched from your house they've lost yep so, what are your plans for Saturday? Are you going to go there or not? Depends. Uh, <laughs> is he going to bribe me? I don't know. Because <laughs> apparently it's in my hands. So anyway, we'll push on. Um, okay, so that's my analysis. If he's going to the, if he's going to these mates' house on the weekend, load up on Pittsburgh. Of course. If he's, if Lee's in the home, 
go down, bring your bring your local uh, oh, no, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and load up on Detroit. So there'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a conference call about ten o'clock on Saturday. This is you know where Leeson is, yeah. where he is at that time, and you can you know. Sure. Do your bidding accordingly. From sure. that. Darren Pang is sitting there with an audio to his ear. Oh, what's that? Darren Pang, yeah. Dar- Dar- Darren Pang will have Leeson's a, there. Oh, have a headpiece. It's very winning now. A headpiece to Leeson's uh, whereabouts uh, yeah. that morning, <laughs> so he knows where to put his cash, his That's hard-earned right. dollar. Um, I'm going to just mention the Phoenix Hamilton thing and hope that the power comes back on so we can talk about the NHL. Otherwise, we'll have to skip it. Um, Good point. I think very soon we'll find out about where Phoenix is playing. It's a farce. It's a fast Phoenix. How can how can you be a Phoenix Cody player, or even worse, going to be a potentially drafted kid in two weeks' time going to Phoenix, where it's just so it's so messy. You've got no idea where they're going to be. I can't see anyone going. Yes, I'm going to pay so much cash to get them in Phoenix. No one's been Phoenix. Now, of course, uh, if anyone that doesn't mess. know, tell them what's actually what's actually happened. In, 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 in a nutshell, Phoenix broke. The Phoenix Coyotes franchise are broke. Their owner um, told the NHL this, and the NHL said, OK, we'll take over, we'll try and fix Which it Which was in it. October of last season. Yep. But unbeknownst the to the NHL, the Coyotes owner, Jerry Moyes, actually filed the team in bankruptcy. And they're like, what? You can't do that. You don't own the team anymore. We do. But apparently Moyes could do that. And then Jim Balcelli, the man that makes your blackberries, he's a very rich man. In the US, of course, yes. Uh, Canada. Is he Canadian? Oh, yeah, of course. Blackberry is a Canadian mention, or Canadian company that makes that. Um, He came in and said, I'll pay a load of money to buy the Coyotes and move them to only if they can move to Hamilton in southern Ontario. And the league's like, you can't do that. But as it turns out, if the judge of the bankruptcy filing, uh, the uh, the bankruptcy um, court, if the judge in that court says, no, we're going to sell the Coyotes to this Jim Barcelli, the Coyotes will all of a sudden be the Hamilton Coyotes played in Hamilton. Because the judge will rule on uh, to file uh, bankruptcy and get rid of it. Yeah, not over, over the terms over, of the over NHL the, team. Over the, exactly. So it's getting very messy. Um, it goes against all the NHL rules, but the court's got the control. And it's just, look, put it this way. Either the, either the, the judge says yes to Balcelli, and it just gets messy because the NHL's going to say, oh, this will have to with it, or he doesn't get there, and then no one buys him, and he's going to fall through. So it's just really messy. Look, if you if you if you're intrigued in this, please TSN website read up on it. It's a, it's a massive, it's a very complex issue. And I'm really surprised that Phoenix are in trouble, considering they just built a new arena a couple of years that's ago the in Glendale. That's the thing. If they move, uh, that new arena will have no tenants because, no, that's because the, they're, they're the only tenants of of that building. So yeah. look, it's a massive farce. And a I'm massive farce. If, how can Florida Panthers survive then? Well, like, that's the no, thing. No. That's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it's now going to put some stress on your on your teams in non-hockey markets because there's, there's, there's clearly money for the old traditional markets in Canada, and there's money, the money for these these teams in Florida and you know in Tampa and 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 Atlanta are drying up. So watch this space. You might find a couple of teams on the move in the in the, in the future, especially if Barcelona gets his way, because. You know, just for that, you might have the uh, the Phoenix team gone and a team in Hamilton. You know, so watch this space. We should look. I think we're going to have to sacrifice the league results. We'll just say, look, uh, we'll even be saying the North Stars are on top of the ladder. 
Um, who's second? Is the oh, uh, no, the Ice Doctor third. Uh, uh, Adelaide Avalanche. Um, the Adrenaline. I said Avalanche, didn't I? Yeah, Adrenaline. Adrenaline. The A's. There's a whole kind of log jam in the middle. There's about four teams on equal points, and then the Bears last. Yep, good there, there's your league sum up. <laughs> there's your AIHL league sum up. Um, and of course, there's two wins from the ice on the weekend that will give us a good stronghold in the mid table to give us a good launching point for the middle of the year. Oh, could you have said any better? I doubt it. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Segment three, kind of a little bit weird this week. And even <laughs> candles going out. Even the 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 candles going you know, from the Dark Ages, basically. We're back to sign off. Oh, Dark Ages. Yeah, right. What a... This this show today has been full of polish for mine. It's full. It's it's been a polished performance. I'm ready to take my horse and cart back look, home. Look, I am. Um, I'm just going to um, you know, go and uh, knit some clothes. Crochet. Um, <laughs> that's it. Um, it's getting a little bit silly. We are still out of power here, Oakley. But I think it's a testament to you guys out there that we've pushed on. It's been. This is this is. It's a commitment job. It's a commitment job. It's clearly it's clearly commitment plus because we have we have pushed on. With no power uh, to give you a, oh, I think it's a good effort this week to so come back that's after, really our, after our week off, non ratings. It's good excuse. It's going to stick. So, yeah. it. We're, we're not only bad because of the power, we're, we'll probably be bad anyway. But, uh, oh, I like the fact that we're power. We'll just, next week, <laughs> we'll be sizzling. Now, next week, some sizzle for next week. Yes. And we've got Leash in the Secret segment. That will that will appear next week. I promise you. It didn't make it debut this week because I'm nothing. <laughs> He's gonna play with the power. I say lucky him. Yeah. If there was power, he would have given us a secret segment idea. But next week, I'm just all got some deals on Spirit of Tasmania. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Oh, next man. week, Leeson will bring together. Some sort of genius <laughs> canoe and specials will, if you want to go to WA for the game. He will, that's a lot of <laughs> and he will bring to the table a secret segment. So that is this, next week. That is a promise. Can you promise that? I just did. <laughs> oh, I just yeah. thought, can you promise it? Oh, I'll back you up on that. There you go. I yeah, just did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just did. Next week, Leeson's secret segment. Also, yep. power. We'll have power next week, and oh. we'll have the most concise <laughs> league results of the year. Next oh. week. If you want to know if someone had seven shots on target oh. with three block shots, it'll I'm be there. I'm going to give you plus minus. I'm going to give you shifts. I'm going to give you like a audio I'm version. I'm going to tell you what he had for tea. Yeah. <laughs> if he had Brussels sprouts. I'm, if he had some shitty bowling. There's going to be injury update. There's going to be... Oh, next week's segment three will be off the scale, off the charts with power and conciseness. Yeah, we better start researching now. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, yeah, exactly. Um... We've got a game this week, Sunday. Uh, uh, of course, it's at home. Do you know what time it is? Uh, well, I should know because I'm playing the game after with the Saints. Um, Can you pad? I'll find on my phone. Because my phone's still uh, I'm pretty sure the game will be at 4.15 uh, because the Sunday games are always Let me just go to the other nice so you keep padding. Pad. Okay. Well, uh, the game will be at 4.15, I believe, because... I am playing the game after, so I should... Talk about, talk about the wall, you know, hot chocolate, just... Yeah, um, give us a minute on that. 
Well, of course, down yeah, at recipe, the rink. Recipes, uh, history of the hot chocolate. Just give us some better than that. of secret how, how segments. I don't know. Well, um, of course, while Lee looks at that, I will tell you about who we're playing, of course. Which who we're yeah, playing with. Don't you see? You can't pad impressions. Just pad. I'm trying to get the thing on the phone. My phone's not working too well. Just pad about, I don't know, the, the hot chocolates again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I'm special at the... Uh, talk, 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 talk about the Saints. Are you winning? Well, um... Why can't this phone load the Melbourne Lost website? Keep going. We know, did you win last week? Well, we played us. What we? Yeah, we did. Uh, we played the Sharks. Uh, we have a sporadically horrible um. Sporadically horrible. We do. It's like we played. <laughs> we played one week, and then there's a couple of weeks off, and then we play a week again. But that's that's the new B for you. Can I, um, can, 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 I, can I just make a very interesting point here? That for some reason, dark ages. This is this is uncanny. My my phone's internet has decided. Oh, right. Oh, here we go. It's got live. Here we go. Um, Beating. Anyway, um. Keep paying. I'm about to get the um. Of course, uh, for any of those people at home that, you know, are dying to know how the Saints are going, you know, it's... it's Everyone is, trust me, because everyone's on tender hooks to a who is like this way. It's itching on um on people's minds. <laughs> so I'll, I will tell you and, and make you quite happy. So you can go to sleep at night. Sure. Um, Come on, Of course, we play Bendigo this week. Of course, that's not Melbourne Ice, that is the Saints. And uh, hopefully some people can stick around and watch us after the Melbourne Ice game. It'll be a... What can you promise? It'll be a crazy festival. Well, we did have a fight last week, uh, much to really? the discretion of the league. Who fought? Uh, Steve Dubinjack fought oh. some bloke, I've known it, but anyway, it was a <laughs> momentum swinger and we won the game 7-1, so top oh, that charge. Because well, you were a tight game, obviously. Hey, it was 2-1 at the end of the... <laughs> was it? Yeah, end of the second, it was 2-1. There we go. And we're up. We have got... Anyway, uh, back to our A-high-H-L... It's the Bears this week. I was right. It's the Bears. I've got amnesia. Anyway, um... It's the Bears. Do I tell you what time it is? Yeah, it's 4.15, I'm pretty sure, mate. Okay, so... Can we... Can we categorically say... Before we sign off and and, and bid you adieu for this week, Bears... I'm pretty sure I'll put it this way. Sunday, 4 o'clock... We'll quarter past four. Yep, get there early and get some hot chocolates, obviously. Hot chocolates. Because that is the... What we're gonna... That's what you're there for. Yep. So we're going to the, bang on the, about the Melbourne Ice game is just like a, like a side dish. It's, yeah, it's, it's like a curtain raiser to the like bigger. It's like a jacket potato to the steak <laughs> that <laughs> is the Melbourne Ice. Yep. It's like a, you know, fettuccine carbonara. Of course, we love Alfredo that hot chocolate. pasta, the continental That's side dish. Get to your palmer. You really are hungry. This um, <laughs> this uh, power shortage is also cut into our tea I, because yes. we, were, we were going to eat something. We can't eat because we've got no food here. We've got no power, no so microwave. We're going to go now and, uh, and, and fire up the old uh, coal-powered uh, pot. <laughs> yeah, we, I'll get on my bike and start pedalling and maybe yep. it'll generate some power. That's it. Um, okay, so we've been great. So... Okay. Uh, that'll do something. I think uh, we've pushed through it uh, enough. Some hard, but we're good. But it's good to be back. Yep. Back on the yes. air. Uh, we'll we're next week. We're next. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a massive fan base. TMZ alone is keeping us, in, keeping us afloat. So oh, next week, Leashing the Secret segment. We'll have power. The world's best, the season's best uh, segment three. And uh, yeah, get along to the Melbourne Ice game on Sunday, 4 o'clock, for your hot chocolate. And hopefully you have some good news about that as well. Exactly. So uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Enjoy the ice on the weekend. See you, guys.